This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Over on AMI Audio, catch the pulse this Saturday. Uh, and Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This week, Joey to speaks to Paralympian and politician Michelle Stilwell. This is the second of a three-part series profiling the 2023 inductees to the Canada Disability Hall of Fame. That's the Pulse this Saturday and Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on AMI-audio. Of course, you can find it on YouTube or on your favorite podcast platform. Kelly McDonald here. Welcome back to the program. I'm at the home studio, London, Ontario. Rummy is at the studio in Toronto. And we're going to get into the Chatty Bookshelf. It's a very special occasion for our contributor. Let's bring on Ryan Huey. Who knew an entire library could fit inside your pocket? I'm Ryan Huey. This is the Chatty Bookshelf, where we talk audiobook trends, news, and author interviews. Ryan, we're going to get into the description and your location and why it's so cool where you are right now in a second. But uh, before that, tell us all the reminders you need to get. Hey, guys, thanks for having me back. Love the Friday afternoon, almost the weekend. And yes, just a reminder that November, one of the biggest audiobook month is in full swing. So the sales I've seen are already going strong. It's not even Black Friday yet, but we got American Thanksgiving coming up. And I've seen books as high as 45% off already mm. on Audible and on audiobooks.com. So guys, uh, get into it. Uh, even some things that are happening on X and on uh, Instagram, where publishers, uh, narrators, authors, and even bloggers are giving away uh, codes for free books already for contests. And just as simple as like in, what is it, repost now or retweet, uh, whatever we're calling it. Yeah, uh, re I don't know. Yeah. Right, that's all you got to do. So uh, you know, Oops. get involved and get some of those free stuff and uh, get some of the, those discounted audiobooks because I've already bought some already. Nice. Probably yep. more than I should. Uh, as usual, <laughs> October, November, December, huge time. There's the time of, of the year to do it. Yep. Exactly. Awesome. Okay. Where are you? Tell us what's going on. So as some of the viewers might be able to see in the background, I'm in a very special location. I am in Providence, Rhode Island right now. And I'm at the Providence Athenaeum, and this is really cool. There's a bunch of cool stuff here where there's 100-year-old books uh, here. There's a bus of all kinds of people. There's, <laughs> I wish I'll show you guys, which I'll show you guys in a minute, but uh, there is a taxidermy raven from Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven, where I'll nice. get into this story uh, in a minute, but uh, he spent some time here writing and uh, with uh, a That's girlfriend, which was a little doom, yes, a doomed relationship. Uh, there's so many cool things here. There's a 14-volume set just off behind me to the right that was written in 1908 by A. Michel, and it's called L'Histoire d'Art. So uh, this is the art room, and they got all kinds of things, art. You could see the stacks off to my left. There's tons. Of, there's a, a memoriam for the person who founded the Providence Athenaeum. And then on the reverse side of me, which I would be facing, there are some doors as well, which are really cool. They're creaky and old, and if you do open them... <laughs> Uh, it will scare the bejesus out of you because it did for me. This place is so cool. Uh, the floors creak uh, when you walk down it, not in a weird way, but just in a, uh, you know, it gives that vibe off. And uh, this is a really, really cool place. Uh, I hope that everybody gets to experience it one day, but uh, it's super cool. And I want to spend more time here than I have. 
Oh, well, we're nice. living vicariously, oh. clearly. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part of that description was busts of all kind of people. That's <laughs> amazing. Uh, there's, well, there's I, so I, many, I, I don't I, even know where to begin. I love the description just of the place, the feel, because as soon as you mentioned squeaky floors, you know, not only is it a place where someone who loves books or writes would be describing it in that mm. fashion, the way that floor speaks to me as I walk or the sound, it just makes me feel at home. It's it's that kind of writer or reader feel, isn't it, Ryan? You're in the right place. And just to give you a sense of how old this place is, uh, there's two numbers on each of the doors and their years from when they were founded and when it was renamed, and they're in the 1800s. So not cool from an accessibility standpoint, but they're looking to, I saw this on their website, they're looking to get an elevator installed. They just don't want to ruin anything of the old time right. feel of it. So it's, yep. what, you know, obviously, um, unfortunately, not everybody would have access to the second floor where I am, but it's a super cool kind of really narrow staircase. Me and Joe had trouble fitting it up it uh, uh. next to each other. So we, it's, it's one of those really old places where it uh, was built a long, it. long time ago. Exactly. They yeah. don't want it, but they're, they're trying their best to kind of figure out how we can preserve everything and then make it accessible yeah. for everybody as well. And how to do that structurally and everything. Hard, hard. But uh, to, to quote your friend right there in the picture too, uh, the Raven, nevermore. That's awesome. I, I just think I that tap, this tap, is tap, such tap a great it. experience. Indeed, right? Okay, tell um, us the story yeah. though. Yeah, so you this got a is story a cool for us, story. Bro. Yes, I do. So this is kind of where things began here. And this was a lot shorter than I thought. I actually was more of a long-term love story, but this was a flame that burned too bright sort of thing. So Edgar Allan Poe spent about, I think it was 20 months, uh, it was just over 20 months here. And he was in a courtship with uh, a woman who is also a very famous poet. Uh, her name is Sarah Helen Whitman. And they did all of their famous writing here. They wrote tons of stories about each other, uh, for each other, and just about life in general. And uh, this gets a it gets doomed quite quickly. Uh, but uh, after that, it's, for some reason, uh, there was Edgar Allan Poe uh, was uh, sober, and then all of a sudden he wasn't. Uh, and because he lied to Sarah about this, there was the uh, attempt at suicide for Edgar Allan Poe that uh, Sarah writes about. And now all of these stories, all of these sonnets and poems are chronicled in a 66-page essay that has just been released as of 2016. So it's very new. Uh, and they talk about mm. this on on the, the website as well. And it's kind of a just a historic place where they came together. They did most of their writing. They wrote about how important this place was during the their their courtship and uh, how they met each other. And now um, Sarah Helen Whitman's stuff. Uh, she even wrote a parody to The Raven, which it's in that old timey language. So it, I would need somebody to kind of explain a little bit better to me, but it's actually, uh, you can see some of the similarities where she says nevermore. And then there's a, a part where, I'm gonna. Th I'm, this is the wrong word, but she says like always more or something more like that, and it's it's interesting <laughs> that there's like that parody and that they felt yeah. that in love at the time to be writing about those things. So it's really really cool, and I wanted to call this segment the admiration at the Athenaeum. Mm. I love <laughs> That's it. That's amazing. Yes. So what can you tell us more about that love story? Anything? Like I said, it burned to a uh, flame that burned too brightly. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it, it didn't last very long. And, you know, they were really, really into each other and did all this writing. And a lot of the poems in the in the book are very loving. But then it gets to a point, almost uh, identical timeline. And I don't know how they would tell that where they're not so bright, happy, poetic, loving love poems anymore. Mm. And they sort of get to be a little bit... Uh, 
angry Dark. and and things like that and now even um sarah's sarah's work uh got much darker after that as well mm. uh, lots more tragedy lots more uh i forget the word they used to describe the book but it was it was really interesting and now I w- i'm hoping it's an audio i've only read a little bit of it and i had siri read me just a bit of it uh, that was free because uh, i didn't buy it yet but i'm really interested now that i've been here and uh, i can't i can't I, I just can't wait it's so interesting to hear about the uh, Providence, but written through the lens of two poets who are romanticizing around the location, right? It's ca- kind of an interesting way of getting in, because now that you've told us what's going on around you and where you are, like, in the presence of dot, 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 just all these gorgeous things and pieces of history and art and uh, structure as well, to then think, like, and these are two people who really lived through that location. It, it sounds very chilling. Yeah, and you know what? I just found the date, so actually it's really cool to be sitting in a place that was founded in 1836. Like, mm. that, it, it's so wow. old. Like, that's, that's yep. I can't even imagine the, what, what life was like back then and to be in a place where those two got to come and write and hang out. I uh, haven't seen it yet, but I'm looking to go downstairs in the basement because there's a gigantic reading room, and the services here are renowned, and their children's services and their children's literary works are, it goes nationwide. It's not just for Providence or for the state of Rhode Island. They actually go a lot deeper and a lot more national with those. So they do some great stuff here. And you can even have your oh, wedding you... here if you want. You can even, oh. uh, you know, there's all kinds, you can book parties or office parties and, and things like that here. Uh, showers, there's all kinds of opportunity here. So that's why I was really grateful to kind of get in here and, and let you guys all see the space. I think that's amazing. Now, you, there's also a connection in the sense of writing when we think about all these back then, the writers together, Walt Whitman and his writing and, and about, you know, Edgar Allan Poe and this things like that as we look at. And there's so many historical things that it's amazing how the world of it's so small and connected, Ryan. It, it's so connected. And the thing that amazes me is like how much work they've brought together here from different years I mean, it mm. couldn't have been easy to get a 23-volume set that was written in 1908. I mean, it's over 100 years old, well over 100 years old, and to have it here and to be in pristine condition. And the great thing is, I don't know if we're allowed to, but I did. Uh, you can touch it. And I don't know if that's uh, that's supposed to be allowed just because it's so old, but uh, it's, it's really cool. You got that old book smell, Ramya. We've talked about that before. And it's just a, it's, it's the perfect place. I wish I could do the show here every Friday. <laughs> Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, Ryan, do you have a, like, is there a a scent or a sound, or you mentioned like the creaky doors and such, or a, a, a part of the tactile experience, something that feels like you would remember it when you leave this place? Or unique to it too. Interesting, and I know it's it's not it's not really unique, but I think it'll be unique to this place. I'm not sure what kind of wood was used to make the floors, but we'll talk about the tap tap tapping of the raven on the door. I can hear Joe's clicking clicking on the floor when we're walking Aww. up the stairs and around. So it's really interesting because that was a uh, I I don't want to say I don't notice it because there's sometimes when he's on carpet it sounds you know like suction cups or when there's on tile or whatever. But it's really interesting mm-hmm. that I noticed that maybe my mindset was in the mode of the raven but uh that's what i think i'll remember is is that just having him strutting his stuff uh being the bell of the ball and uh, <laughs> you know walking through a building that was 
founded in 1836. Now, this wasn't a bucket nails. list thing for you, right? This visiting? No, this was on a whim. Uh, this yeah. was completely on a whim. So I was like, I got to go see it. I'm going to be in the sort of in the area, you know, for, for Boston on uh, Sunday. So I, I really this wanted to... Yeah, just it was. I didn't realize how close the the northeast is to everything. It's it's yes. really everything's oh, yeah. within a few. New hours England is nice yeah. and small that yes, way, isn't exactly. it? It's, it's amazing. Yeah, stop and get some. And I hear uh, it's leaf keeping and... season. Not for me, but I hear oh. all the leaves are turning colors and and the trees yeah. look fantastic. Oh man, and the stuff on, on the roadsides as you're driving, it's got to be starting to close a lot of them up for the winter. So stop and get a little bit of uh, fish, oysters, or whatever it is there. Um, so with this being an experience and you've you've gone through and figured out where you'd like to go, what you'd like to see, I'm anxious of, of that when you go downstairs. What a total different. I, I wonder if it's going to be a night and day feel, but anything else you're looking forward to there or anything else you're checking out that you can spoil us for next week? So I don't know that it's going to happen next week because it's closed, but there is a library that is on the Vermont and Canada border and you cross over car uh to into canada and then you walk back across through the library on the uh, through the border you have to show your passport and your documents to get in there but the library is situated both in canada and the u.s and i'm trying to get a hold of them to say hey i would really love to do a show there uh because essentially from two different countries it'd be really cool and i don't know about anyone out there but i haven't really walked across the canada u.s border ever living in windsor it's always driving a bus Neat. car that so i think that would be really really cool Ryan, thank you so much. Um, I feel like we have a couple other great segments coming our way, maybe from different locations, maybe not, but it's going to be really fun. And uh, appreciate you joining us from here. And guys, just remember, and the Raven never flitting was always sitting. And behind me, I'm getting out of the way so you guys can see it. I apologize. There's a glare, but there is the taxidermy Raven that was right behind me. But uh, it's awesome. it's actually quite big. Thank you guys so much Lovely. for listening. and. We'll see you soon. We will see you soon. Ryan Huey on the Chatty Bookshelf. That's when we talk audiobooks on Fridays with him, sometimes from beautiful places like the Ethereum. Wow, what a way to bring something to us, boy, rounding off our week. Folks, we round it off for officially on the program when we return on the other side of the break. We have cut for time for you, so hopefully you'll stick around and be right back and with us in two minutes. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.